with a godly foundation, but some of the best memories that I have are growing up in a home that celebrated Christmas in very wonderful ways. And one of the most often thought about memories that I have is going to church on Christmas Eve, because I knew the evening was beginning with the celebration of Christ. And I remember as a little kid, probably one of the funnier things that happened was at the end, if they, if we were all good in, in church, <laughs> We got a small bag of candy as we went out the door. But the wonderful expressions of love and joy and singing of songs and celebrating the Savior was only the beginning for us as we moved on to family things. Hmm. Welcome to Act Like Men, Men's Leadership Podcast. This is a podcast designed to be a resource to pastors and men's ministry leaders as they build out engaging ministries with their men. We do this, and you can say it with me, because every man deserves an opportunity to become an authentic, biblically-based man of God. This podcast is sponsored by Men's Ministry Catalyst, now in its 42nd year, and designed to do exactly what we just said, guide church leadership as they build out this engaging ministry with their men. Hi, everyone. My name is Wendell Morton. I am the Executive Director of Men's Ministry Catalyst. So great to have you here today. You are the reason we exist. And as always, my uh, cohort uh, and co-host, Dale Udy. Dale, welcome. Good to have you here today. Merry Christmas to you, Wendell. What a great season of the year. Isn't it, though? It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Great. So as we spoke last time, the Christian holidays, while designed to be celebratory and ex- expectations are usually very high, they can be very challenging. As men, we often let it sneak up on us and become totally unprepared to do anything except rush through them. Or we can be intentional and spend some time on this on the uh, family calendar to make sure that our wife is not just um, the lone leader trying to pull everything together, even though we all know they do it much better than we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't want to delegate this. To our wife, we want to be intentional and actively involved. So um, we're going to talk today about some holiday memories. If you have not listened to last time, last podcast, number 20, how to make the most of your holidays, take a minute, give some, uh, it gives some outstanding tips that will help you navigate through the holidays. So I think that's a critical piece. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. And uh, help you have some practical things. So today we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about holiday memories. You're going to get to know Dale better. You're going to get to know me a little bit. And uh, have a good time talking about uh, holiday memories. So Dale, what were holidays like going around your house when you were growing up? Well, oftentimes Christmas began long before the day of Christmas. And it was the celebration of the season and Either there were some concerts along the way or even just the the going out and doing the Christmas shopping or participating in caroling events or whatever. But long before December 25th, we were celebrating or beginning the celebration. But even as a kid, one of the greatest memories I have is going to church on Christmas Eve. We usually would start with a late afternoon or early evening dinner before. My mom was a great cook. 
But then we'd go to church. And I remember as a little kid, one of the great memories was getting that bag of candy at the end. Of if course. you were quiet and sat through the through the service, that was a special treat. And we look forward to that. But church in on Christmas Eve heralded really the true timing of the event of, of welcoming Christ in back into our world, into our homes, our families. And then we would leave church and go right over to my grandma and grandpa's. And that's probably one of the oh, wow. memories. And uh, my aunt and uncle and their three kids and my mom and dad, and I was the one of three kids. And we would all be together sitting around the table. And then by that time of the night, 10 o'clock, maybe 1030, we're having a piece of pie, maybe some ice cream or something. And then, and then the presents started to be opened. We opened our presents on Christmas Eve. Ah. What a joyous time. But as a kid, it was a whole, not only a maybe a month of, of celebration, but I remember Christmas Eve became something very, very special in our home as we wow. walked through. But it began not only in the home, but we went to church, saw our friends and our church family, and then we went, spent time with our real family after that. That's awesome. <clears throat> That's great. So happy memories. Three kids. Uh, where'd you fit into that order of children? Well, I was the youngest of six grandchildren. So I, I'll tell you this. I was probably spoiled. <laughs> at, least, at, least, uh, at least my brothers and my cousins would have said that because I was the little baby of the family. It seemed like I usually got more presents, uh, maybe not the big ones, but I got more presents than everybody else. That's always fun to be the last one opening the presents, isn't it? Because you got uh, more? That's great. That's One fun. of the things I remember, too, is my grandfather, and he had kind of a little bit of a German accent to him in the way that he would speak, and uh, him reading the Christmas story. Again, we'd heard it already at church. But here it is again, our family around and grandpa with his big Bible out in his lap, reading the Christmas story. What a wonderful, wonderful memory I have of seeing him. I can even picture it in, even in my mind on this day. Here it was my grandfather putting this foundation of faith deep into his family. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we didn't start Christmas right you know, after Thanksgiving, which is what some people do. And actually today we put up our Christmas tree on Thanksgiving weekend. Huh. So we, we, we try to start as early as we can uh, in what we're doing here. But um, we did our Christmas tree and it was always a, an actual tree, not a fake one like uh, I have today, but a, <laughs> an actual tree. So it smelled great. Hmm. Uh, we get it in the middle of December usually and then bring it in and uh, start to decorate it a uh, little at a time. I remember one of the things my mom and I used to do, this is dating me because nobody does this anymore, but uh, we used to uh, string popcorn together oh, yeah. and, and put popcorn on the on the tree, which was kind of a fun thing that mom and I did together. Huh. Dad was not involved, man. He was he was a passenger uh, in many <laughs> cases. Now, he got the tree, yeah. and he brought it in and set it up, but he was not involved in the decoration piece. And uh so that was an interesting dynamic. But mom and I had fun putting the popcorn uh, strings together and putting them on the tree and then finishing the decoration. Um, that was a great memory and, and certainly a good time. You said you opened uh, your Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve as a family. We opened one on Christmas Eve as just kind of a fun little thing to do. And then one of the best memories for me was um, from a from a Christmas present perspective, we'd get up early on Christmas morning and go get our stocking, Ooh. which was always filled with 
fun stuff, right? Huh. And uh, take it back to our bed and then go and open it there because uh, it was usually early, early. You know, we couldn't go before six o'clock in the morning, but <laughs> mom and dad uh, never told us to put it back. So we were, uh, you know, wake up at 3.30 or 4 or 4.30 or whatever. We were sneaking out to go get them. So it was fun. <laughs> that was a great time. And then we open, we have uh, um, bre- breakfast together. If you want a really light breakfast, and then we go sit around the tree. And you mentioned your grandpa reading the Christmas story. My dad did that. Hmm. He pulled out the Bible and it was the big family Bible that nobody has anymore. It yeah, wasn't the, the, the. I was going to say the kind that would drape over each hand as you held it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A huge family Bible. And he held it and he'd pull up the story and he'd read it carefully, slowly. Then he'd fold up the Bible, put it away, and then we'd have prayer together. Mm. And then rip things apart for the next few minutes as we're tearing into our gifts. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Christmas was a great time for me. I have nothing but uh, good memories. Yeah, me too. You know, and again, the the thing that made it so special was being together with family, that that yep. closeness yep. and that bond. Yep. And yep. we were a close family other times of the year too, but there was something very special <laughs> and unique about Christmas. And, you know, the, the food tasted better. And oh, yeah. Uh, we would go outside and play in Wisconsin. We would play in the snow and that usually oh, yeah. involved maybe some yep. sledding or tobogganing or later years yep. snowmobiling together. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I grew up in Oregon. We were hoping for no rain that day so we could <laughs> go outside and have some fun with whatever it is we just got. Yeah. So you went tobogganing. We were, we were trying to pray for no rain that day. There's nothing, there's nothing like being pulled behind an old international scout, four-wheel oh, drive, yeah. oh, through yeah. the snow in the fields, yep. Yep. The toboggan, and, you know, you'd, you'd t- draw straws over who was going to sit in front because they got all the snow in the face. <laughs> <laughs> From the back end of the, of the scout. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Hey, we recognize, men, that not all of you um, have the same – fun memories that Dale and I are talking about. Some of you have grown up in broken homes. Yeah. May have been in a single mom, may have been um, foster care, who knows where you've grown up and the memories that you don't have of Christmas being positive. They're all negative for you. It was a rough time. It's emotionally charged as it is, right? Mm -hmm. High expectations. Yeah. Very rarely are all those expectations met, and especially if it's in a any kind of a broken or negative situation. May have had an alcoholic father. Yeah. May have had no father. May have had an alcoholic husband uh, or uh, uncle. You don't, you don't know what the uh, I, we don't know what your, your story is, but what we do know is that Jesus came as a baby, and He came to help change the story. So if your story is negative, if it's yeah. tough, if it's emotionally draining and you dread the holidays, Jesus has the ability to slowly over time begin to create, allow you to create new memories. Yes. Which change for you. You may never, you may never fully get over the, the negative stuff that happened, but it can change the generations behind you. Mm. In Psalm 78, it talks about generations yet to be born. Yeah. And so that's one of the great jobs and roles we have as men is that whatever we do today with those around us, it not only impacts them, whether it's friends, family, children, 
It impacts the people they touch, and it impacts the generations yet to be born. Start new traditions is what I'm saying. Whatever the old ones are, start new ones. Absolutely. Dale, anything to add on that? Well, again, I I think that is so key. You are not trapped by your past. If if it's been hard and and Christmas has been one of those holidays that brings back maybe some some uh some harsh memories too start the yep. new ones with your yep. focus on Christ start the new ones and and again don't just talk about them but model them for your family that's a key part in this yeah it really is absolutely is so i you know, i just want to encourage men um share your memories even if they're not great ones share them in a manner that allows your family to understand the pain that you may have gone through but also the difference uh, that you're trying to accomplish now. Because life is going to be tough, whether it's around Christmas or Easter or birthday or Tuesday. doesn't matter. Life is going to have some challenging moments thrown your way. Try to reframe those in a way that impacts those around you and the generations yet to be born. I think that's really, really important. Good advice. Yeah, really, really important. So, Dale, any other memories you want to talk about? As we uh, wrap this up here shortly? Well, again, I, I think it always keeps coming back to if you um, honor Christ in a big way in your home throughout the year, this is an additional kind of the cherry on top of the dessert kind of a moment. And we always want to challenge guys to honor Christ in their lives, but certainly in their families as well. But realize the importance of this moment. It's the part where memories will last connected to a holiday. It's the part where memories will last. So be very careful, be very intentional. But, but uh, again, all this advice we've been talking about saying yes to the right things. And certainly some things maybe need to get a no at this time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Now Christmas is not, it doesn't feel like a masculine holiday to me. It's not like father's day. It's not like, first day of hunting. It's not like any of those things. If you think about the elements, right? There's a baby, two baby showers, gift planning and giving, wrapping gifts. Oh my gosh. Thank God for gift bags. (laughs) How about reindeer and elves? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Reindeer and elves. How masculine is that? So I, I just want to encourage you though, even though it feels like a feminine or uh, a soft holiday from a relational standpoint, be involved, be intentional as we've talked all the way through. Yep. And, and if, and if all you do is lead or participate in some of the task oriented portions, getting the Christmas tree, setting it up, putting lights on the house, if that's your tradition, whatever it is, do it early, do it willingly, do it in touch with what you and your, your wife, if you're, if you're married, trying to do go hunting for specific yeah. gifts. There you go. That's masculine for your family. Yep. Take the kids with you and actually go shopping for gifts for your, your wife or their mom, not Amazon. Don't have them show up at the door. <laughs> uh, sorry, Amazon. But, um, you know, do the things that are task oriented that you're comfortable in as a man and yet show intentionality that can uh, make a big, big difference. Mm-hmm. So let's wrap up with a few questions to ask and maybe share with your family. As Dale and I did, what is what are some of the best memories you have around the holidays? Ask that question. What was it like growing up? What were the traditions? And, you know, kids don't always ask those questions, but ask them for them if you're with kids. 
That way you can begin to share tradition. You're sharing story. You're building it bigger than today's gift-giving event. Uh, it's becoming bigger than than uh, Christmas Day, which is just giving of gifts. And if you have the challenging memories, which we talked about earlier, frame it in a way with your kids if you have them or friends that will get some insight into your pain in the holiday. It's not all tinsel and lights. We understand that. There are some challenging times, even in Christian families who want everything to go well. Sometimes the holidays are so rushed and so compacted that it's explosive, Hmm. uh, if not during the day, at least right afterwards. So. Um, be, be afraid, not, don't be afraid to share. And then what will help your loved ones not to experience the kind of pain that you may have gone through? Try to break that tradition, if you will. And then what part does God and should God play in all of our Christmas holiday? I think that's a really important factor is to what's the reason for the season? Keep the main thing, the main thing, as we say, yeah. and let everything else um, fall by the wayside. Again, men. I just want to encourage you to make some memories this holiday season, either with kids or with family, friends, whatever your situation is. Make some memories that can have a lifetime and and, and impacting generations yet to be yet to be born. I think that's an important factor. Mm. So, Dale, thank you again for your leadership with this podcast. As I say every time, you are an, uh, a great partner. And uh, what you say and share is uh, impacting to so many people. We thank you for that. Thank you, Wendell. Just a reminder, our episodes are launched on the first and third Thursdays of every month. If you've not yet subscribed, please do so wherever you consume your podcast or on our website. We can email it to you. Thank you again for joining us today. You are the reason. I say this all the time, but it's absolutely true. You are the reason we exist. We do this for pastors and leaders of men. Because every man deserves an opportunity to become an authentic, biblically based man of God.